Right then, so uh, Tiagadino, have you got your three gains? Okay, Tiagadino's not there at the moment, so we're going to move on. <laughs> What's up, lads and ladies? Welcome back to the Gimme Gaming Podcast. Tonight on the podcast, as usual, it's myself, Irish Horcracks, Carl, and the rest of the lads. We're going to start off with Mark. Hi, guys. Gary. How's it going? Jude. How's all? And Tiago. Hello, everyone. So, as always, if you want to get in on the conversation, email us at podcast at gimmegaming.ie don't forget to go and check out our other pages on Facebook Twitter and and also our Discord tonight we're going to mix it up a little bit we're going to have uh, the news sections coming in with Jude telling us about Res 3 the remake and then we'll have Mark with his normal techie tech stuff then we've got Tiago talking about some epic games and then you'll have myself then we're going to be talking about switch mario tour and uh, 35 year anniversary and then gary with modern warfare 2 remastered so we're going to kick it off there with the news then with jude go ahead man thank you very much carl that was some introduction there that was some introduction not about air Right, uh, I think everybody knows, anyone that's been listening to the podcast, I have been dying for Resident Evil 3. Um, the demo got dropped on Steam there recently, and I've purposely not downloaded it to play it because I wanted to get the full aspect of the game itself when it came out. Um, but what I have, what I've been trying to do as well, is trying to keep away from news and any reviews or any kind of spoilers. Uh, but I had, to, I had to watch one from uh, a YouTuber called Skill Up. Um, they did a full review on it, and oh man, it's lacklustered. I it's left me. Yeah. I am. I'm I devastated. got that from you when you came back into the after watching it, and it was just I'm not I'm not happy. Yeah, <laughs> I think my exact words were, I don't want to talk about it. I I just yeah, yeah. I just don't want to talk about it. I want to talk about it. Oh man, I've been this. This was one of the, I'm a big Resident Evil fan, and um, more so Resident Evil fan of the older games because I, I played Res back on PlayStation early days, like one, two, uh, Nemesis, Code Veronica. Um, I I really I didn't really you know keep up to date with them and go uh, with the newer Resident Evils, but like the the old ones were like nostalgia for me. That was growing up. Loved them, especially Nemesis. Nemesis was my favorite. So when I heard that they were doing a remaster, and it was going to be on the same engine that they did the remaster of Resident Evil Two, oh man, I was stoked. Uh, and it looks beautiful. It just looks beautiful. But you the, like you, that's all. All I've heard for the last two weeks is you playing Resident Evil Two. <laughs> mad about Resident Evil 3 remake you know I send you videos on the demo and say check that out and all and oh man it looked amazing the way the zombies are moving everything looked fucking deadly yeah oh man it, it's just everything about it is just beautiful um but but then I went and I watched uh I watched this this review and it just left a, a bit of taste in my mouth 
character is apparently now I've I've been playing Res Two for for a while. I've done a good few hours into Res Two, and I'm still only on on uh, Leon. I haven't even gotten to Claire yet, so I haven't done the game through for the second time through the different character. And I've played hours. I've played probably like five six hours of this game just on Leon, and I'm nowhere near clearing his. Apparently, this reviewer finished Res Three. He got the the review copy, obviously, in five hours. What? Five hours. That's the whole game done in five hours. Now what? he di- he does go on to talk about like different difficulty levels and how if you play this different difficulty levels, there's certain aspects that are different of the game and it might give you a different aspect. But um, at the end of the day, it's still only five hours. And then key features that were from the original game being. You know, just 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 the choice turn. Uh, like when when the nemesis originally arrived to you in in the original game, you had a choice of whether to fight him or whether to run away. Or like there was different there was choices, and depending on your choices, it depended on how the game developed and played out. And there was multiple endings for the game. The developer has confirmed that there is no different endings for this. There is no choice. The nemesis turns up only as per the, the storyline as it goes. Um, he doesn't make his surprise appearance like he did in the original one, um, and that's just that's that's what's taken away the like I don't know the magic of the game for me really. I wouldn't be bothered with a short five hour uh, amount of time in the game. I I generally I'm not bothered with that if you get a good single player game. But uh, as you said, removing like the the nemesis randomly appeared and giving you them. Uh, a sense of fear and urgency, um, and always wondering where where he's gonna come from. Uh, it the mind boggles why they removed that from it. Um, it was it that, was what made that game terrifying. You would never like cause he turned up at random moments. You would never know going through that door, going down that corridor, whether he's gonna burst through the wall, kick down a window, kick down a door, and just be chasing you. Like, that was the thing with me and them games, though. I hated them games because of that. It was like the music was the most scariest thing ever to me. I had nightmares about that music, man, in that game. And just the, at every corner, you could possibly have a heart attack. Yeah, <laughs> but that's that's what I loved about it. And that, and that, I think, because Nemesis was... Like, Res 2 had that and Res 1 had that jump scare. Like, Resident Evil 1... The, the, the moment where you go into the mansion first and your very first zombie you find is another stars member on the balcony and you go up mm-hmm. and you see him dead and you go to go check his pulse and all of a sudden he jumps up because he's a zombie. Yeah. <laughs> that, no matter how many times I played that game through, that scared me every time. Me. Like, yeah, yeah, every yeah. time but that's what I loved about those games and Nemesis in, in the whole, I don't know, like the aspect of who he was and what he was doing throughout the whole game that jump scare was was the key feature for the game and the fact that that's gone plus it's a 60 euro price tag for a five hour game that's a kick in the teeth for me that's a kick in the teeth and it's not even a remaster it's like a a, oh yeah well i suppose it'd be a remaster it's not not so much a remake no no it wouldn't be a remake remake it like the whole game just done yeah it's, it's it's a remaster yeah yeah but like six, if I like going out and spending sixty euro on a game and then only getting five hours out of it is a kick in the teeth for me. Not getting that feature, like that, I'd imagine would have taken up a fair chunk of development time. 
you know, uh, I don't know, creating the the animations and the particle effects of walls busting down and stuff. Yeah. I I'd, I'd say there's enough of this. I'd say there's enough of this game change that it actually is a remake. Like if if you go back and look at Resident Evil like twos and threes, like they look completely different than this. Like even from the control systems and stuff like that. Like it's the same style of uh, of play and um same areas, but they they're completely different. It's like a reimagined version of them. So, yeah, well, uh, over over the time, over the years, and stuff like that, as games develop, you know, movements, character models, animations, that kind of thing does get better. You you couldn't do that like. Uh, running from one sector to another like one section even within the same street going from one little bit to the next it was like a, a freeze freeze frame section then i'm onto it freeze frame then i'm onto it that wouldn't work in in this day and age people would be more used to fluid play style running down that that corridor there is no stop start it's just i'll go all the way down the corridor and turn the corner um so like that how much was Resident Evil two when it when it came out the the remake of that? Uh, like that... I can see now it's twenty euro on Steam. Um, I don't know. I think I don't think it was sixty though. I don't think it yeah, was I like the on release. Nemesis. I don't remember. If Did anyone else actually hear about the what was it the Resident Evil TV series? I know that's not gaming related, but that's still some Resident Evil shit. Though. I did not. Yeah, they're meant no, to be doing Netflix one. That could explain why they remade the games, if that's the case. I really like the the movies. Um, oh, I love the movies. Yeah, yeah. You're all going to die down here. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Some of them got a bit wild out there, like as they went on, but I still enjoyed them. The first one, I hands down, is the best one because it like the first one just felt like it kept true to the uh, yeah to the feel of, of the games. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, whereas that, that, like that's it. The, the whole. What's the the be- the first one? The whole scene of them in the kind of glass room with the lasers—that is just the the best. Oh thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. Get, trying to get into um the Red Queen's uh, mainframe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah classic. Oh, oh it's brilliant. And there's like the there's the laser. The the, the foot. He he's like jumping them. He's hopping them. He's ducking and all that. And then it's like he's like right. I'm ready for the next one. And then I saw it's just a full field of just like like a mesh of lasers yeah right well anyway now because we went off on a bit there completely <laughs> off we're gonna move on now to the techie tech tech stuff from marco yeah uh, i'm actually gonna talk about a, a new gaming laptop from amd well it the laptop is built by asus but they're introducing their their forced ryzen 4 uh, cpu it's the ryzen 4 8 core 4900hs They've put it in a 14-inch laptop, and it's it's competing and beating a lot of laptops that are three times the size and three times the weight. Um, and this is the first time AMD has beat Intel in its lifetime in the la- in the laptop market, and beat it by like a convincing mar- margin. Like this laptop is now going to be a game changer. It's going to be a a bigger cha- change to. PC landscape than any any of the Ryzen the Ryzen desktop stuff has been, and um, because like this is huge, laptops are a huge market, 
and that's where Intel make a, a lot of their money down the server market. So uh, you'll you'll find a lot of people at in, Intel now are going to start sweating and panicking when when they see the results of this. Like the laptop, you can watch 4K um, movies on it for like six hours on the battery life, and you can play games for a couple of hours on it, or you can just browse the internet for like 10 hours on the laptop. And this is all all in a 14 inch form factor. So, it, so size like, of a notebook kind of thing, like size of a small yeah. little notebook. Yeah, That's so cool, like. Yeah. You, you, you know like a, a surface book or something like that like um it, it's going to be as small pretty much as small as one of them maybe a little bit thicker but i'm, I'm gonna uh, put you on the spot right now do you have the dimensions no i do not oh lucky um, move don't talk about news if you don't have the uh don't have the full info <laughs> yeah uh, don't be minded here marky mark you're doing a great job <laughs> I, I have the the information that that counts such as like the processor even compared to like say alienware and uh, the earlier 51m with a desktop i9 9900k in it as in intel's best cpu yeah, for gaming, yeah. it's only five percent slower than that and this is a mobile lap uh like a laptop cpu is five percent slower than uh, Intel's desktop processor while they're both That's running mad. on a laptop. But now, as you're talking about laptop gaming, laptops now as well, I've, I've seen an awful lot. There's a group that we're on on Facebook, me and Jude, gaming that. And gaming every that, single yeah. picture they're putting up now is, is a gaming laptop. Oh, I love being able to chill watching Netflix and gaming at the same time and all this. I'm going to bust your balls I did it for a while here. and I hate it. I'm going to bust your balls here, Mark, because I just found the dimensions for it. <laughs> It's only one point eight centimeters thick in height, like one point eight. Thirty two point five in width, twenty two point one in depth. So front to back, twenty two point one, left to right, thirty two point five, and the thickness is only one point eight centimeters. That's what she said. No <laughs> trouble cooling something like that. That much power. No, it it runs a very low wattage. Um so it actually runs cooler and quieter than most game like any, any other competing game laptops in its size and it destroys them yeah it's got a 180 watt power supply in it you know 180 watt power supply power adapter kind of thing like what would be the equivalent for a laptop it's probably just like a little small box you know like a little, little tiny little box in the middle of the world they always annoyed the life out of me i constantly hit them off me bleeding ankles and all boom they were gonna crack at those charger box where there were the boxes on the charger wires for a laptop. No, never, never gotta smack up one of them. Oh man, no one's actually... moving it around. I used to always get hit in the ankles from them. I actually had to fix uh, a lad that I worked with. I had to, I had to fix his girlfriend's um a laptop screen because he he picked up the cable. But you know how they they those can separate. You got like the kind of the kettle cord connection that goes into them, and it can come off. He picked it up by the cable, lifted it up, it came off, went straight down, smashed the screen. She was away for a weekend. He brought the laptop to me. He bought the screen. We changed it. She came back on a Monday, none the wiser. Had a clue. nice move. Yeah. I'm just dobbing you out and there, now, Paul, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> what I was about to say. Now you're going to get screwed. Now he's going to hear this and his wife's going to leave him. Or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
yeah, I was looking at the specs here. So it's it's the the Ryzen uh, forty nine hundred HS. It's got the twenty sixty. Yeah, no, I was gonna say the the GTX, the RTX twenty sixty, so it has the ray tracing support. Yeah. What's the display? Mm. Usually display, with display, it says a couple of options. I've... Yeah, display. It's just a fourteen inch, ten eighty by uh, nineteen twenty by ten eighty, one hundred and twenty hertz. Yeah, I I can picture though when it fully comes out to be sold to the market they'll probably come out with a 4k option for that because mm. all that uh, power <laughs> jordan yeah during jordan demonstrations they were doing 4k like video render uh video editing so it's possible that some reviewers got the 4k option does anyone else ever notice right when we're doing mark's uh techie segments always sounds like something out of bfg or something where there's teraflops and <laughs> that's why I, try, I tried to stay out of like the technical detail this time because you just complained about it last time and when I don't, like, in. it's not it's every time you say something like that we'll all laugh and go like because we're all dumb we don't know what you're talking about <laughs> speak for yourself jimmy you're well i'll speak for you yeah with all that power you'd really want to uh run a 4k screen or a minimum like a 1440p screen usually with like 14 inch laptops the the only time i want to have like a, a high-end screen is when i'm on doing like a like my proper work or development work or something like that but i can actually see it being utilized in, in this way at least a, a 1440p screen because you have the rtx 2060 and then your cpu is more than capable of of not uh, causing any bottlenecks with that. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Right. I, I so am, we're gonna just 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 want to add one more thing. I I haven't been interested in gaming laptops for about five years because they they were just too bulk, big, bulky, and and noisy. This is the first game and laptop in probably like at least five six years that has got me interested in buying it. And like, it, would you honestly go out there now and buy a gaming laptop if you've already got like 45, 45 PCs? Yeah, and I um, if I have too many, well, I never have too many PCs. What am I saying? But um, <laughs> this thing is good enough that I like. If I had too many, I'd get rid of one of my computers and then just use that instead. Ooh. And I, I think it's only about sixteen hundred dollars. Yeah, it's the, the, it's fifteen hundred there on the on this site that we've we've all got the link to here. Um, and to go back to Gary's question there, uh, so on average CPU clock speed while playing, he was playing Metro Exodus, he got a clock speed of three point one gigahertz, and the temperature hit at maximum seventy eight point four degrees Celsius. That is. Yeah. So for a laptop, that's. That's, that's actually pretty that's cool. Pretty Sometimes cool, they yeah. they run high eighties. That's so good. It's definitely a cool running laptop. Right. Well, anyway, we're gonna get off of that topic and we're gonna move on to now. Taliago. Taliago is gonna be bringing us some stuff about Epic. Go ahead. Great, great. I guess uh, every now and then we we end up mentioning uh, Epic Games here because of the free games they usually offer every month. And, uh, and now Epic Games, uh, they are now publisher for three key game studios. Uh, the studios are uh, Remedy Entertainment, best known for Quantum Break, 
Jane Design, famous for the PlayStation's for uh, The Last Guardian, and uh, Play Dead, which developed Limbo and Inside. Um, looks like they are planning to be a little bit different from the other game publishers. Uh, Epic will cover 100% of the development cost for the games the companies develop while offering them a 50% cut off the profits for the game uh, once all the development costs have been covered. Wow. wow. Yeah, so that's a uh, much more charitable uh, method than how most publishers uh, do things usually. Yeah. I think that that's going to solve one of the big gripes that people have with epic is everyone had a problem with them just buying up exclusives but at least if they're gonna have exclusives yeah, their their own games like they're they're published by them so you, you don't care but I, I i've heard a rumor that they're not even gonna make these games exclusive that they're they're still gonna release them elsewhere yeah and there's, there's a bit of a rumor going that uh even even though they're gonna be publishing these games they're not gonna be making them exclusive to epic so they're gonna be releasing them elsewhere Wow, that's good. That's that that takes away that bad press that they had before, where they were buying up all the exclusive, and and it's exactly make everybody yeah. else's game exclusive and not their own. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. But then, yeah, it kind of defeats the purpose of what the like you know having an exclusive title has. Like, I mean, you've got your Sony with their exclusive titles, but it's because they've developed them. Steam has theirs, or like, you know, Valve has their ones because they made them. Now Epic has loads of exclusive titles that they didn't make, but now they're making titles, like, it's their, their, their titles, but they're going to put them on everybody. Yeah, I, w I wonder if Epic are, like, trying to start off the way uh, Valve and Steam did, where everyone hated Steam when it first came out. Um, like, they made a lot of bad decisions, and then they reversed a lot of things and just made it better in the end. So, like, uh, over the last year, Epic have been making a lot of good decisions. Um, they've still been doing their, their exclusives, but a lot of other decisions they've they've been doing well, like um, protecting gamers against the, some of the lunatic media that's out there. Uh, uh, there's been a few other things, but... Right, so we're going to move on to myself now. And I've got some tasty news here. Uh, Nintendo Switch could get a fleet of remastered Super Mario games this year, ladsies. Yes. Uh, saying Nintendo Switch may be gathering up a massive release of remastered Super Mario games this year to celebrate their 25th anniversary of the beloved gaming franchise, man. What do you think about that? That's amazing news. You said that before we were about to start recording. We were all running through what news you were going to say, and then you brought up your news, and I was like, what? Old school Mario Brothers coming to the Switch? Super Mario 64 would be the only one I'd be excited 100%. That's the ones with jumping into the paintings. Yeah, that was Mario 64. That's the best yeah. one. Gemma, my partner, Gemma, loves that one. That's her favorite one. That's a good one. That's a good one. But like, I had the, I had the 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 NES, the SNES, and then the sixty four. So I had all the like. I remember myself, the sister, and all the friends on on the road used to play Mario Kart on my SNES, just like all day, every day. Like if I got the old school Mario Kart back, 
it would just give like nostalgia feeling like it would it, like i've played i have mario kart for the switch and it's good it's it's fun it's it's you know it's mario kart but like if i had the old school mario kart that would just be amazing but that's the thing with this as well. It's this is the uh, they're trying to get this out now because Nintendo are trying to get a better news out there for, and try and kind of shadow Xbox and PlayStation because they're every all everyone's talking about in twenty twenty. You know. Yeah, I'm curious how all that like the new console releases are going to affect the Switch. Will they even affect it at all? Because it's it's like it's its own market. Like it's completely separate. Like getting one of them consoles, would that stop you getting a Switch? I don't know, man. Cause, like, the Switch is portable and stuff like that. Consoles are for the gaff. You know what I mean? Like people are for the house. Sorry, people don't know what yeah. that means. Even <laughs> um, the Wii, even the Wii was completely different. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like they had a completely different market. I think. You know, like, I think, I think the Nintendo. Whole thing. One, my my young Harry, when he when we go out. When we go out and stuff like that, sometimes we go on like little car trips or whatever like that. He'll bring his Switch with him, you know, because he knows that he can bring it out and play it on the go. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm sure if we had tellies in the back of the seats, he'd be asking to bring his Xbox. But like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the, the only time I've actually docked my Switch is to charge it. The only time I really play it is lying in bed. And that's what it's perfect for. It's much better than like consoles for that. So you can just lie down turn on your side and be playing it or else just have it above you and play rather than having to sit up to to uh, have a screen at the end of your bed or whatever and yeah. I just find it's perfect for that and that like for me the other two new consoles are not going to replace that like to be more of a competitor against a PC or something like that than, than the Switch it really, it really does feel like that. That like Nintendo and and the Switch, and even when it was like the Wii and the Wii U, it was like it it was in its own market. It was like it didn't have competition. Nintendo used to have like what uh, Sega back in the day that would that would compete because they would have the kitty games and it was the the household console. Nowadays, I I would never compare a Switch or a Switch game to an Xbox, PlayStation, or any title that's on the PC. Ever. It just feels like it's a completely different... It doesn't feel like it's 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 in that category. When I talk about, like, gaming and, and hardcore gaming, it's Xbox, PlayStation, PC. Nintendo's not even fucking mentioned. And now, well, you do... Like, you do have a hardcore community on the Switch, because when I, when I didn't play... Just before I got me PC... I played mainly on the Switch for about two months because I got DVD. And literally, it was every day I was playing Dead by Daylight on the Switch. Yeah. And yeah. I had a PS4. I had an Xbox there. I could have bought it on. But it's like, nah, I'll check it out on the Switch because the content that you got with it on the Switch was just better than anyone else, anywhere else. Well, that was yeah, it, that, yeah. That was one of the things that I found cool about the, the Switch versus like all the old Nintendo games is it has a larger set of mature games such such as as you were saying DVD or The Witcher or even South Park actually that reminds me I really want to pick up South Park but it previously it was very hard to get more mature games like that on it, it it's inter it'd be interesting to give The Witcher a, a go like 
when you're on the switch or... that'd be yeah. that'd be good mm. that'd be a, that'd be a good on the go game as well because it's so long it's something that you could play over a while like if you were just like traveling to work on public transport or anything like that all right well every morning i'm going to work i'll put a bleeding hour into the witcher or something you know yeah, that's exactly. that, was, that was one like thing that. i was going to make reference to is like when i do think of like say gaming and if it was the witcher and like you i i would compare an xbox playstation pc one with the witcher but when the witcher came out on 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 switch i was like oh that's that's cool but then if people start comparing it, i was like dude stop you can't you can't compare it that's it's dumb. it's it's a small it's a small handheld console and it, yeah. like it's it's nothing like an xbox playstation or pc it's a small handheld console and it's designed to be played in your hand you can't compare graphics or or anything like that to something that's gonna something that's gonna be not only size factor much bigger than it so that it can have better components in it so obviously it'll be able to run it faster better and look prettier but like it's it's a completely different. You're gonna get a completely different feel for playing on the Switch. But when you dock them, when you dock them, they do look. Good. They don't look terrible on the telly. Oh no, they don't look. They don't. They don't look terrible. They look actually pretty good. Like my yeah, kids they, they play it docked what all I the seen time. Them like, was like PlayStation. Like they didn't. Wasn't much of a difference between the PlayStation and that. Do those mm-hmm. games actually sell well on the Switch? Uh, oh, well, I played with a lot of people on uh the switch on like dead by daylight, dead by daylight I, yeah. the two two days of me playing it you i was getting like random requests and all and then because i had no people to play with, i was like ah i just accepted them and then i always had people there to play with and then you were getting then i then i was like ah, i want to try and find more so i went on to like groups and stuff on facebook and all and there's a big big dead by daylight switch community yeah, so mature games, there, there is, there is that. Like, I mean, you look, Mark is, Mark is an avid Switch player. Like, he, he play. Like, you, you've often said that you play it all the time. That you've got loads of games on it. So, it's not. Oh, I remember him talking well, about um, Luigi's Mansion Three yeah. and the last. What was it? Two podcasts ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and uh, I, it made me because I have Luigi's Mansion and the Switch. I was like, as when I was watching, I was like, uh, when I was listening to him work, I was like, oh, I think I'm gonna go home now and have a go at that because I actually haven't played it. It's just when you were talking about it. Oh, I actually bought uh, that, gave it for my son, and that that's stuck in Germany now with me stuck in Ireland. Um, I've been without that for a while. I've been meaning to order it, as I said in the last, one of the last podcasts. I don't know. I've just been putting off ordering it now, waiting until I get back to Jeremy, and that'll give me something to play for a while when I'm back there. Happy days, happy days. So we're going to then move off of that and go to Gary. Gary, go ahead, bro. Yeah, so exciting news regarding Call of Duty for all you Modern Warfare fans. Woo, uh, Call over Duty. All the past, over Woo. past uh, few weeks, there's been rumors about uh, Modern Warfare 2 being remastered. And just last night, a leaked trailer dropped on some random fan account on Twitter and turned out to be a real trailer. They finally announced it today. Um, it's going to be, it's released already on PlayStation 4 and. On the 30th of next month, April, it'll be released on Battle.net and Xbox One for €25. I think it'll be $20 and £20, if I'm not mistaken. So if you purchase it now, you can get some skins. Um, But yeah, good news for 
Call of Duty fans, one thing I will know is it's only the campaign that's being remastered. They're not remastering the multiplayer or co-op. Uh, yeah, that doesn't matter. Probably... I really don't even care. I'm still going to buy it. The reason they're probably doing that is because they don't want to cut into their Modern Warfare market. They did just release that new Modern Warfare game. And uh, I, I imagine a hell of a that's, lot of people that is, would and it is, That's a good move, business-wise. By just releasing a new Modern Warfare, then you go and release this Modern Warfare. Like, this this Modern Warfare 2, this was one of the most liked ones, I think, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, that was easy, my favourite game. But, like, um, I think they noticed when they remastered the original Modern Warfare how much that tanked the, the Modern Warfare multiplayer that came out at the same time because everyone was playing this one and they weren't able to monetize it as much So because it's a, an old game. It says here on um, was it Steam uh, release date thirty of March, twenty twenty. It's coming out on Steam as well. Yeah, oh, but okay. it's past it just thirtieth of March, isn't it? Yes, thirty yeah, first of March. And Are you sure it's, it's not released? Modern Warfare. It says, uh, yeah, Modern Warfare Two Remastered. It's definitely the thirtieth next hey. month on PC. Are you it's sure you are not looking at today. Modern Warfare Two? Yeah, not the remastered version. No, it says remastered. <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, I can, I'm just having a doesn't, quick look there. I can only see Modern Warfare remastered. Yeah, I can only see Modern Warfare remastered. Uh, I can see Modern... Like, if I, if I search Modern sure Warfare, it's, it's Modern Warfare 2 for 20. Next one is Modern Warfare 1 remastered for 40. Then it goes Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare 3, Modern Warfare 3 collection. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, no, that's what it just, I, I clicked on, I just realized there, I clicked onto a yoga's in instant gaming, but it is, say, Steam release date, 30th of March 2020, uh, 2020, and it's Modern Warfare 2 remastered. I'm, I'm going to send you lads a picture in the group of sentences just to show you. I think he's lying, boys. I ain't lying. He's getting Photoshop out now. He's, He's, he's yeah, getting well, very good with this Photoshop. Right, Mark. Uh, Gary, before I get out over here by the lads, please continue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were just talking about how if they did release the multiplayer, it would tank the number of users on the Modern Warfare they have out now. So, yeah, no, it probably was a good move. It wasn't, it wasn't so people much... People are going to hate it. Yeah, it wasn't so much that I was disappointed that there was no multiplayer. It was more that I was disappointed that there was no co-op. Co-op, yeah, I wonder why they would have taken that up. Yeah, the co-op is a big one. Like, I would have loved to have been able to still play with people. I know the whole, like, playing online, that's going to take away from you. But, like, doing co-op, no. That's just, like, you and a buddy going around murdering people. Yeah. Strange that they would have taken co-op out. It's absolutely ridiculous. 25 quid for a campaign. Yeah. Decent price, I think. But twenty, yeah, exactly. That's that's a decent decent price for it. And it's how how many hours was in that again, Gary? Do you know? Probably about an eight hour game, I'd say. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. That's but it was eight hours beautiful. of fun gameplay. That was the one where you started on the ship, wasn't it? No, that I think you're thinking of the Modern Warfare. Uh, yeah, Modern Warfare, Call of Duty Four, the one with the container ship. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That, that's that the one you were talking about. Already. That was. The big dude with the big mustache. They got like a remaster already, yeah. Yeah, 
Yeah, I guess I just lost count how many Call of Duties we have. Oh, just goddamn. So Jeez. many, and they come out so often. And especially like yeah. you know with the multiplayer uh, online the multiplayer online like we used to play like Call of Duty's to beat the band myself Gary and Mark um, there is as of to date 16 Call of Duty games 16 wow. dating back from when to when oh Jesus so I'm, put, I'm putting you on the spot there son Jesus no because it wasn't the first one the big red one 2003 to 2020 2003 yeah. to 2020 and um, yeah 2003 to 2020 yeah he's right well that's not too bad well that's 2019 like, that's... and 2020 hasn't come out yet a game hasn't come out <laughs> fuck you Carl <laughs> 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 that is not getting edited out no, that's no, staying no, there no no no, no. <laughs> Modern Warfare 2 remaster just came out today just came well, out today. that's yes, yes, very true. Out. He has a point. <laughs> that's very true. That is very true. Yeah, man. The uh, Call of Duty. What was the one? I I remember playing years ago. It was like I was never ever ever allowed to play my brother's Xbox. Like it was one of these things where he had to be out and he had to be out for a while because if he caught me on it, he was gonna beat my ass. You know. So. I, I, I remember it's the big red one the big red one that's the one that I first started playing with her and it was that was uh, 2005 man was that World at War like, is you talking about the case the case was no, red no 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 the big no the big red one is the Call of Duty 2 the big red one that's what it's called yeah it's called Call of Duty 2 big red one that's amazing name it's amazing yeah they, they, they had some awesome names man <laughs> Road to victory, finest hour. Yeah, me and Mark, we went to Tesco, I think, at about five in the morning to get Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Don't think, uh, was GameStop open? Yeah, GameStop would have been open, but it must have been sold out or something. Yeah, it was, it was sold out. We couldn't get it. GameStop was, was always Tesco the worst place to go when you're lining up for a game. Yeah. And... Like, Hey, Carl, the, the first couple of games, I, I just had to go to Wikipedia there because I never heard that name before. Call of Duty, Call of Duty 2, then 3, then World War 2, and then it goes into the Modern Warfare series. Yeah, but it has three titles. Uh, What was it? It has, like, three titles that are, like, just Call of Duty, Call of Duty, and then Call of Duty Finest Hour, and then Call of Duty 2. So it's just, you know what I mean? The big red one, I think though. it's a... I think it, it there there is one called Big Red One, but I think it's a yeah, it's a two. spin off of College. Yeah, no, no, no. Like it, 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 there's two College Tools. Yes, exactly, exactly. I think it was it's not a remake. It's like it's it's, it's like a DLC a, it kind of thing. on the newer consoles. Yeah, it's, it's, or that, you could say it was like a DLC. Yeah. Yeah. No, because it, it was well, it came out a month later. It only like not even a month later. It came out like a week later. The Big Red One, wasn't it? All right. Yeah, I think you actually might be right with it. it it's just like an, an expansion to the game. But the, that's the whole thing that I remember because that was the first time of me going on and actually experiencing a Call of Duty game. I'm playing and, like multiplayer online. And quickly getting to play without getting your ass beat. No, I literally probably, I, I think I heard something moving downstairs and got afraid and turned it off. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 
I've been playing Call of Duty since the original one. I love the original it. one on the PC. I haven't been putting a lot of time in it now because I've been on PC and stuff like that. I played a little bit of the Warzone off the new one, but not enough. And I really did enjoy it, and I want to play more. But I just want to... Uh, I'm going to get the new GPU for this, and I'm going to get it on PC. I'm curious, will they have... Uh, will they finally actually update their their graphics engine when it comes to the new consoles because i think they're using like a 20 year old graphics engine uh, like it's modified but it must be creaking at this stage and like in fairness looking at the graphics they they look pretty poor compared to more modern games so i'm really hoping when it comes to xbox series like the the series one x mm-hmm. or I'm struggling with the name of that, and then the PlayStation Five Series X. Or I thought it was going to be like Scarlet or something. No, Project Scarlet. Project Scarlet. You would hope it would be something better than like a very, very extremely similar name to their upgraded version of the Xbox One. Like they came with the Xbox One X, and they're like, "Oh, what's your new console called? Xbox Series X." No, no, not not an upgrade for the the Xbox One. What's what's the new one called? No, no. But That's they had the like name. three, didn't they? They had like an Xbox One S, an Xbox One X, an Xbox yeah. this and that, the other. Yeah, and see, Series yeah. X. Yeah, Series X. It doesn't make sense. Been going shit since Xbox One. That was just dumb. Called that thing. You'll never beat the yeah. Xbox One. Crystal. Never. Like how how could they not just turn around and go like you know, hey, how did PlayStation do it? Oh well, their first one was called uh, PlayStation. What was the second one called? PlayStation Two, and and the third one, uh, PlayStation Three. Fourth one is called PlayStation Four. I just can't wait to live in a world where there's a PlayStation Twenty Five. Yeah, <laughs> we're not gonna be alive for the twenty fifth. We're gonna no, we we'll be lucky to meet the fucking we we'll be lucky to be Next there for year, the tent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I suppose yeah. Whatever that's going on, we we'll be lucky to lucky to reach that. But uh, yeah, no, it's just it just makes sense. It's like okay, so you know your second one's called two, three, four, five. And the Xbox is done what? Oh, it's called Xbox. Then what? Xbox 360. What happened to the other 359? Like, where did they come from or go? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Right, so we're going to move it on. You're finished there, Gary, aren't you? Yep. Cool, cool. So we're going to move it on. We thought we would actually change it a little bit today. And we're going to actually do a bit of nostalgia. We're going to do our top three favorite games of all time. Our own three favorite games. And we're going to do it in the same order we did the news, just so I don't get confused and have a brain aneurysm. So we're (laughs) going to start with Jude. Right. Top three games of all time. You know, it's it's hard to it's hard to turn around and tell someone. Yeah, it's hard. You, you, you got to pick oh, three. I had to do it because I know it was going to make yeah. you like. It's hard to do that. <laughs> and that's going to give me a brain emerging. Now, like, I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna, I, I've done three. I've I've listed three, but there's so many more that like you know I would love to add. But these these are my three. So number three will be Daisy. Daisy I'm because Daisy? yeah, Daisy, Daisy because myself, Mark. And a friend of ours, Kieran, played the Daisy mod that you used to have to like. You used to have to own um, was it uh, Operation Arrowhead to actually you know just get access to it. Then you had to download the Daisy launcher. Oh, it was a nightmare to set this thing up 
to get it to actually play. But once you got it playing, it was grand. We would literally sit and except go to... Except for when you climb a ladder. Yeah, except for when you climb a ladder. Ladders were... They, they, yeah, they weren't quite... Um, but we would we would literally go to Electro and sit there for two hours, three hours for the night and do nothing else but sit on the top of a building waiting for people to come into the town. It wasn't a highly populated game. There wasn't loads of people. The, the, the map was gigantic. So you could probably have... We could have probably been on a server with 100 people and still had spent four hours in a town and not come across anyone. But um, no, I just remember like the nights that I had playing that, the fun that I had playing that was just... It was brilliant. Loved that game. But it was just the mod and not the standalone or both or... No, it's the mod. It's the mod. For my top, for my top yeah. three, it's just the mod. Not the standalone. Standalone's good. It's really good now. But it doesn't, it doesn't, it's not even in my top 50, I would say, the standalone. The mod was just, it was something new, it was something different. It, there was nothing else out around the time that uh, that had that kind of aspect to it. Like that zombie, that, open world, survival kind of aspect. Like. like realistically, that's what led on to the creation of like H1Z1, which led on to the creation like of PUBG, Fortnite. And then, like the the latest Call of Duty, you you, you missed we the game. Talking about Warzone. you missed the game. No, I I purposely chose to skip it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know you did. That led on to the first game that was developed like that afterwards, called War Z. That was a beautiful game. You, you, uh, and then it led never, on never played it game, ever. And then then it led on to H one. Then it led on to play uh, to PUBG and so on and so forth. But that's that's my number three. Cause it was purely just because of I think just because of the like you know the people I played with and it was just it's like I'd get home from work and I'd all I want to do is I just want to sit down and play. It was brilliant, like. Um, number two, SmackDown. I mean the original SmackDown. You're the biggest bloody wrestling nerd going, man. <laughs> man, I <laughs> me and my friends used to be obsessed with wrestling growing up, and we just. Smackdown was like our go-to game. If we sat down, like most people would have would have had FIFA or like Pro Ev or, or, or like something like that. But if we sat down in the room, we wanted to play a game on PlayStation 1 or PlayStation 2, it was Smackdown. We create our own characters to, and stuff. I used to babysit a, a little fella that you, a Shane, his name was. If me and two of the lads, we used to have to babysit while his mom and dad went off for a while. And he used to have, uh, he was already young, like, but they have a, playstation also while we they'd order us a pizza and we'd get to play the playstation all we had to do was mind him for like an hour and always what we would be playing was wrestling man uh, and i i'd constantly ray mysterio 619 boom <laughs> i loved it i actually that was the only time i think i ever actually played a wrestling game just because i was playing against one of my friends who never played it before and a two-year-old <laughs> <laughs> but the smackdown smackdowns were, were, you were like amazing kids <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's all we got virtually, out of that. Was virtually, <laughs> virtually, because I can't do it in real life. They'll put me in prison. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, um, but yeah, you know, the Smackdowns. I loved all the Smackdowns. All the Smackdowns were great, but the first one was like, it was we we had we'd always played like end uh, WCW versus NWO on the sixty four. Um, I had the WrestleMania eight, I think it was on the Dreamcast. Was amazing. Um, but we we always played them, and then when SmackDown One came out on the PlayStation One, it was brilliant. I made um, what's his name, 
Pat Patterson and Gerald Briscoe. Gerald Briscoe, the first ever, I think, intercontinental champion. I made him. He's like a 60-something-odd-year-old man at the time when, when I was watching wrestling. And I made him as my character in the game. And I ran the story mode with him. And the story mode just never ended. You could you could literally play. I played for like 80-odd years. So, like, my, my character would have been 147 or something like that by the time I got to the end. But I had I held all the belts. I was the world champ, I was the tag champ, I was the European champ, I was the intercontinental champ. I even got the light heavyweight championship through the story mode. Brilliant game. Uh, and then my number one of all time, this will always be my number one. I don't think this gonna any game is going to knock this off. It's Goldeneye for the Nintendo 64. I need not say oh, more. Oh, God. I need not say more. So Boom. nostalgic. So Mike drop. Mike has been dropped. Goldeneye. That's, yeah, that's probably one of the best ones. What was your favourite multiplayer map in Goldeneye? Facility. Complex was one of my mine. I yeah, used to run com. Facility, Power Weapons, Licensed to Kill, and I ran the character um, Bodysimo. I'm invincible. Because I wasn't a cheating little fecker and went for ob job. I didn't do that <laughs> shit. I just find it very, very, like, weird that you still remember that. <laughs> <laughs> that's because one? that's because right yeah that's why it's my number one that's because there was no one that could beat me at that game i had i had like probably about 10 or 15 friends from like three i i was weird when i was growing up i had three different kind of groups of friends and like all all three groups never hung around with each other but i hung around with all of them so like some days i'd be with this group next day I'd be with that group but every group played goldeneye and I smoked them all. Yeah, I believe that when I see you. Oh that well, I, I, I believe Gary. I, I believe Gary <laughs> said that he had an yeah. Nintendo sixty four, <laughs> so I can prove this. <laughs> oh my god, is it a golden eye? Uh, oh shit! Why why can't we go? We can't go out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, Quarantine I, babies. I I brought golden eye up to my cousins he also had it as well there was an adapter where you could link the n64s together i could have swore system link yeah. like yeah uh, we we got that and we gave it a go it was absolutely brilliant uh, i can remember playing that at, at one christmas time we went up to theirs there the is no i did anything like that 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 game started first person shooters that game the reason why we have call of duty no. today that's no. why that game uh, don't don't go don't go in doom and quake and all that <laughs> online ah, multiplayer online multiplayer half-life half-life wasn't out when half-life was after golden was after. wasn't it yeah, yeah. Was half-life one not before oh no, that would have been well after yeah did you hear the clicking of the buttons mark is like oh, I'm <laughs> checking, that up. Uh, <laughs> checking this <laughs> <laughs> right well while you're checking that up Mark, just, you just ruined your list Marky Mark get your list going there let us know what you know one game off his list yeah, yeah. Half-Life <laughs> <laughs> no that's not on my list so well, let's hear what's your number three my my list would be start with Diddy Kong Racing on the N64 uh, a close second on the Diddy. N64 would have been Goldeneye but Diddy Kong Racing is probably the game I have the most fond memories playing on the N64. Absolutely loved that game. I never got into Mario Kart. I, I didn't like that at all. But the the story aspect 
of Diddy Kong racing and then having like your your cars, your planes and your boats. It it was just such a good game. One thing I always regret is I never finished the last boss in that game. It's actually It wasn't actually the last level. The, yeah, like after, yeah, after yeah. the You the beat him goal. and then you go into a space level, but at the time I didn't know that was the thing, so if they ever yeah, remaster that game I'll be I'll be buying that straight away. And I can remember one night when you were trying to do the last level, I think you stayed up the whole night. I fell asleep. I think you were actually trying to complete it for me. And I fell asleep. And then I woke up when you were still trying it. Yeah, I don't know why. I just couldn't complete that bloody level. You had to hit every boost. Yeah. And just... My incompetence, I don't know. Or I just couldn't complete that boss. He always seemed to... Like, when you got close to him, he just automatically sped up. And and it was like it was purposely trolling you. That that's the force. That's where trolling came from. I think. Yeah, that's a great game. And and you know what? I think the the the, the popularity of that game I think stemmed, obviously did stem from Mario Kart because it was like a direct competitor of Mario Kart. But it was more so Mario Kart had the SNES version, and when it came out with the N sixty four version, while it had and and looked better, the graphics were better and stuff like that. It was basically the exact same game. You had like you know your mushroom cup. You had your star cup. You had your your rainbow road and stuff like that. And so it was basically doing the same thing again. Got to unlock them. Got to get them at like you know the three different difficulty levels. Whereas Diddy Kong Racing brought out, yeah, it's cool. You know, cartoon funky racing game from Donkey Kong, but it's got like what well, he had four different things. It was like cars, boats, planes, or it was a tree. But it had bosses it was... as well. Did Mario have bosses? Mario Kart? No, no. It was it was only ever just races and different just racing around. And That's then difficulty levels. Yeah, and then and difficult difficulty levels well. like yeah. Diddy Kong racing was. Yeah, uh, me and my friends we played the the multiplayer more so than anything else. But uh, that was great as well. That was a, that was a brilliant game. Where you had to get the bananas and stuff, or you had to get the most bananas out of, of a team or whatever. Yeah. Diddy Kong Racing. Number two. Good Number choice. two is Good choice. My, my second one would be uh, be a choice of two games that are completely opposing. Would there's, be... no, there's no choices here, bro. It's yeah. one number two. It'd have to be <laughs> Fantasy Star Online. And that is a game I played on the Dreamcast. That was my introdu- introduction to online gaming. Um, and I played that with me for for years and i absolutely loved that the that game cost me an absolute fortune and the the sequel was released there last week so i'll, I'll be giving that a go over the next while as um, previously mentioned in the last yeah, podcast <laughs> yeah and i i did mention i loved the game um so that is definitely uh well deserved in my opinion to be up there in my top two it was just such a, like it was very grindy and very basic but it was a fun introduction to like massive multiplayer online games you'd you'd go in as a group of four and you'd go in and and do all your all your missions and then you can go into lobbies where there's a lot more people and and stuff like that but for for a console um it it was my first introduction to console online gaming and i really like that but there's not much more to to say about that game um i'll move on to my last one 
and that so would this be your top Halo. number one, yeah. Yeah, Halo is gonna be Halo One. Just to be clear, that's my favorite game. I can still remember the first day I seen that. Um, I didn't. I wasn't interested in the original Xbox. I had the Dreamcast at the time, I think, and I was on the PC as well doing PC gaming. And um, I went up to visit mates, and we were just yapping, yapping away outside. And he said, "Oh, come up, have a look at this." And um, he unpaused his game, and I still remember landing on the beach and just throwing grenades and the the sands viewing up everywhere and for the time the graphics were amazing and i was blown away by it um, and i i went out and bought the the console that day um and just play played through every single difficulty on that except for easy of course mm. um and absolutely loved that game yeah. halo was great man halo was, was on the last level oh, oh yeah the the music i don't <laughs> don't I can't think about we any other games that have music shall never talk that. about the last level <laughs> of that game okay i got trolled that's where trolling came from you said the trolling <laughs> came from 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 what was it diddy kong racing with like the the the, the boss boosting the, last no, level. <laughs> the troll came from the last level of halo one myself and a friend we were t- we were on, we were on the old school internet back then. It was all these like you know text forum pages, none of this like chat rooms or anything. And apparently, someone put up that if you completed the last level, the last level, if you don't know, on Halo One was you're racing through, um, like this kind of complex on the ring, the Halo ring itself, on a warthog, which is like the the, um, like Doom buggy style t- type of thing in the game. And if you did co-op, you could have someone on the gunner on the back. They could shoot the, the aliens. But you had to basically get to your ship to get off the Halo ring before it exploded. Um, and it, it, what we read was, if you get off in a certain amount of time, the cutscene at the end of the game was Master Chief going off in the ship and he takes his helmet off. And the camera follows the helmet down onto the console beside him. But we were told that if you did it in a certain amount of time, he takes the helmet off, puts it on the console, and you get to see Master Chief's face. So we sat there for the good stuff about eight hours playing this game over at this level over and over again with a stopwatch. And we finally did it and beat it by like two seconds and the cutscene was the same. <laughs> that was like a, in San Andreas. Um, there was a rumor going around that the Sasquatch was in it and I must have looked for him for hours. <laughs> he never existed. No, he didn't, because I looked for him as well. Yeah, we should do a top ten at some stage. Top ten conspiracy theories in games, yeah. secrets that how never much, existed. How much yeah. have you been trolled in your God. game and gaming careers? Like, which Halo was it that had? Um, if you complete, I think on the ultimate difficulty. That was the second one. Sar- yeah, Sarge Hogan, the elite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's funny how like that was Arbor, Dark he Dark didn't even. Finished asking the question, and Gary's like, "Yeah, I have a second one." <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, because it was just the funniest. Did you oh, ever yeah. see it? It's like he literally, he literally hugs the alien. It's deadly. It's brilliant. Right then, so uh, Tiagadino, have you got your three games? Uh, my first game is uh, RuneScape. Uh, huh? RuneScape is a, a browser uh, game. Um, 
it was I guess released in 2001 yeah to 2001 I'm not sure if I joined playing this game uh, back there but maybe a, a couple of years later uh, I play that game a lot I don't know if you guys know that game it's a uh, MMO RPG it's, it's a grindy grindy game grindy ass game yeah 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 it was I, pretty I big when I started playing World of Warcraft yeah, I used to love that game. Uh, you know, the, even the idea of being able to to I don't know meet people all all over the world as well it was it was a great game and a great way of uh, meeting people. I used to love. So I guess this is my first one, one that I used to play a lot. You can make a, you can make serious money playing that game though as well, can't you? Um. Like how would you money? do that? I'm not sure. Like if if you if it's you get a lot. yeah if you get an account and you grind it out you throw like you know 100, 150 hours into it or something like that you can then sell that account with those materials on it isn't it? Is that not how it's done? Um, it it's a bit off topic but it's sort of connected to what you just said there. Uh, Gaben just uh, confirmed recently that uh he used to play World of Warcraft and he was a gold farmer to to make money and he was making on average about twenty dollars an hour from playing World of Warcraft. Yeah, like wow. pe people used to like hire people to like play play on an account, farm it up to a certain level and then yeah. sell the I'm account. nearly sure that is yeah. frowned upon. And, yeah. And I'm not sure if you know like Gabe and as in Gabe Newell, Valve owner. Yeah, Valve owner, yeah. Or Valve owner, yeah. The, yeah the Lord Gaben, how dare you assume that we don't know who Lord right. Gaben is? How dare you? Right, Tio. So, Tiago, have you got another one for us? Yeah, my second one would be uh, Battlefield 2. But the. Oh, yes. Demo version. Is demo how you call it? The demo? demo? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, the I remember. I remember. It wasn't like the full yeah. game. It got released. It was a Battlefield no, 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 Two Bad no. Company, was it? Bad Company was the best man. No, no, no. It was Battlefield Two, but, but back in the day, uh, the publishers they used to release uh, just with the game a uh, uh, demo version, like uh, just a yeah, small I, piece of the game, yeah. so you could uh, like a tryout. Mm -hmm. It was a, it was on a desert map or something like that. I, I remember playing that demo and yeah. I love the mod for that. Man. I really enjoyed that. I, I end up buying this game just uh, years and years and years later. But uh, we had a, a huge community here in Brazil just by the demo version, and, hmm. and it was only one map. So we used to play the same map over and over again, and uh, and we did that for years and years because. Uh, I don't know, back in 2005, I guess, this game was released uh, a long time ago as well. And uh, yeah, uh, I ended up buying Battlefield 2, the complete version, but only to play uh, Project Reality. But it's another game and it's not part of my list here. Huh. And uh, I guess the last one, it, it's Half-Life. I'm not oh, saying yeah. Half-Life 1 or Half-Life 2, it's just... Half-Life, I know. Just Half-Life half the series yeah. themselves, yeah. Yeah, for me, it would be very difficult to choose uh, between one, Half-Life 1 or Half-Life 2. And even though I believe uh, the Source engine, actually, because uh, if you had Half-Life 1, you had a lot of other games that you didn't need to pay for it. Uh, I, 
a Valve game developed with the Source engine, uh, like uh, Day of Defeat, I think is one of them. And uh, they they had all others as well yeah, that the... you could pay, play for free. So the Source engine. Uh, Day of Defeat was brilliant when it first came out. That that disappeared pretty quick from what I remember though. Absolutely loved that game. So those are my three favorite games. Awesome, awesome. So now it's on to me. My my least on my list of three would have to be Crow City of Angels for PlayStation. Crow Did you ever City play that? of Angels. Never I've even never heard even it. heard of that game. <laughs> it's you know the Crow. Yeah, yeah. As in, yeah, well, they had a, a little singer player video game of it years ago. Uh, it was initially released in like 1997, but I didn't play until many moons after that. But I used to love it, and, I, and it was because I watched a movie, and uh, that was just I loved that man. It was probably one of my first experiences of actually playing games, like because it would have been for the first PlayStation. Is it a fighting game or what is it? Yeah, it's like a fighting game. Here. Yeah, it's a, it's like a fighting game. It's kind of like modern time now with Spider-Man kind of. You know what I mean? <laughs> nice. Do you die at the end? Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah no, Spoilers man, that was, that was, for anybody that hasn't seen a movie since, from like 1997. Brandon Lee in the Crow movie. It's amazing. Oh, both, amazing, amazing movie. Both in real life and in the movie, he dies. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. It's in like a, it's a beat em up game, basically. So it's kind of similar to what like the new Spider Man and all that nowadays would be like. Sweet. It's going around never... kicking, kicking evil's ass. Can't believe I never even heard of that. I loved that movie. Like, that's that, yeah, that movie has right. such a cult following to it as well. Like, and that's just strange that I never even heard of it. Like, it was a good one. It was a good one. I'm gonna be second one then. <sighs> Would have to be Rampage Total Destruction. Does anybody remember that? No. Where are you pulling these games from? Can't <laughs> <laughs> remember Rampage, where you're the big gigantic monsters going around the city, destroying everything, eating the cars. Oh yes, you're the big gorilla thing and all. Yeah, you're the gorilla yeah. or the dinosaur. Yeah, yeah, I know. Or the yeah. other, other characters they had eventually in it and all then as well. Brilliant, brilliant game. That's a nostalgic game, man. That's like when I think old school game, and that's what I think. Nice. Oh, for me. Never, never heard of either of them games. Like, I heard the movie at a previous show, but I never heard yeah, of this bro. thing at all. How have you not heard of That's what the movie now, Rampage, with Dwayne The Rock Johnson, is basically on. That's all never right. dawned to me. That has literally never dawned to me. Yeah, I was just looking at a picture here, Ben. I was like, <laughs> I was just thinking, is that the case? Yeah, they they get the movie where the big gorilla gets infected and gets big and then goes around destroying the city and you yeah, know yeah. So that's basically what the basis of that movie was on a bit with this game. Man, so uncultured uncultured lads me only messing but me number three is going to be surely one that you've all heard about you mean your number one oh shit yeah that's what I meant my number one <laughs> The Witcher 3 The Wild Hunt oh yeah that was yeah yeah 
that is one of my all-time favorite games. It's probably one of the only games that I actually hundred percented. Do you hundred percented that game? Yeah. My hat is my hat is firmly tipped to you, sir. It is. It is one of the. It it actually is the most hours in a game I've ever played. Me and my friend Timmy. He's uh, from Hawaii. We were playing with each other for ages, and he actually got me into the franchise of The Witcher. And he got the game, what was it, like, say, six days before I got it. And he said, like, because it's a single-player game, you do not play it together or anything like that, but he waited for the two of us to kind of play it together. And then he did one, he picked, like, one side of the story, and I picked the other side of the story. So whatever he picked, I picked the opposite. And whatever or whatever I picked, he picked the opposite. And we went through and we did everything. All the side quests, everything. And we went around getting the all the upgraded armors, like the griffin armors. All I loved it. It was one of me, because I'm into that. That's my like mythological sci-fi shit. I love it. You should Vampires. play The Witcher too. It's very, like, yeah, even for now, like it was, what, 2011? But it still looks pretty damn good. The Witcher 1, I've never played but it looks a bit dated but the witcher 2 yeah i mean you could easily go back and play the graphics are that good that's it it's me number one it was like that was one of the games that i when i finished i had put so many hours into it and i was devastated that i was finished playing it (laughs) did you try any of the dlcs yeah i played the dlcs i got the heart of stone and the blood what was it again the blood we but we didn't complete the dlcs now i'm talking about the base game Oh, my 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 hat is firmly going back on my head now. Not tipped to you anymore. I thought you I thought you were saying you completed the game and the other DLCs that are included. Because when when not the DLCs because when the set we did the first one the heart the stone of heart I think was the first one. Heart of stone and then there was not the big one. No, the big one was the vampire one. Blood and wine. That was blood and wine. Yeah, blood and wine was the big one. The vampire one. Yeah, Uh, we never completed that one. Never complete that. That's what you but call a DLC. Yeah, yeah, but actually, I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually, I have them expansion. there. I have it all there. I, I even when, when The Witcher came out on uh, Netflix, the se- the series, I, after watching it, I was like, oh, what do I do now? And I was like, oh, let's, let's play The Witcher. So I started yeah. again. Didn't they confirm recently they're gonna make another uh, Witcher AAA game? Yeah. Yeah, so that would be awesome. Probably won't finish be Geralt. Witcher Four. No. Oh no, it's good with this game. What I like about it with the DLC is the DLCs are like I can click into it and and just start the last DLC instead of doing the whole game all over again. You know what I mean? So you can just you can yeah. start at level thirty and you can play with all the stuff. That and, and that's we were talking about the Witcher on the Switch earlier. That that's one thing I forgot to mention is. Say if you've played The Witcher on the PC and then uh, say you're getting the Game of the Year edition on the console, you can copy do cross-saves so you can use your save from the PC on the Switch yeah, and continue brilliant. off where like continue where you left off and play it on the Switch. So that makes it a little bit more interesting. I, I just thought that was a, a cool idea. But... I think you, you can, you can um, move your character from the witcher 2 like when, if you complete the witcher 2 you can use your data from your that. Geralt yeah and then import it into the witcher 3 I just yeah. the one thing I don't like about the new game that they're coming out of it that they've made a statement that they are not calling it the witcher 4 
<laughs> they're going to be calling it something else, like The Witcher or something else. This is, that could be going story. back. Though. Yeah, it could be they're going back. In, yeah, in you could time. actually. Like, it, it's possible they could be telling his story from an earlier time, or it's going to well, be a imagine different how character, he and that's became, why they're calling it. Became a, uh, a Witcher. Yeah. Like they imagine doing the whole process and stuff like that and all, or it was like you having to train to become a witcher or something. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I wouldn't like if it was Siri because I think she's too powerful to make the game fun. Well, continue, like continue on like with her story, like. Yeah, or they could bring like out, that, or they could bring out uh, a Witcher Four where it's not even Geralt; it's all about Siri. No, that's what I was just saying. Like, I think Siri is too powerful. It just wouldn't make it as fun. Um, I I think she's a little bit overpowered. Like it, it's fun to use her like in in short parts, but may, maybe some other character um use. But um, but I I wouldn't want to pick Siri. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I thought she was maybe awesome. that's just me. Yeah, yeah I know she she was cool. also brilliant yeah. to play as, but I wouldn't play a full game as as her because she was too powerful. But it might if if they did do a a, a movie or game where her they might like have it obviously like you know pitting you against enemies that you wouldn't be like smashing everybody from the get go, or like or they you know, could add in some drawbacks or something to her. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if if they added in drawbacks more than like making enemies harder, because then that'd be sort of ruining your idea of. Geralt being a, a decent character because you'd be thinking oh yeah if Geralt was in this he'd get his ass whipped um, whereas if they gave her some faults and then made her in, in line like difficulty wise with um, Geralt I think it'd make it a little bit more fun maybe, maybe that's just me but it'll probably be a completely new Witcher yeah oh, I think it will be a completely new Witcher or what's the old the old man's name um Oh, the guy that yeah. trained Geralt. Yeah, that that could be actually yeah. like a prequel like, uh, and see his story. Like him when him he's younger. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, that 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 could be unique. Uh, so Gary, go on. You start us off there now with your three. Yes, three. So my third would be the Elder Scrolls Oblivion. Brilliant. Um, I played this back in two thousand. I think I just got the Xbox 360 or 2006 actually it was Mark's Xbox 360 and it was his game I played it got out of sewers and then I just didn't know what to do like, hmm. there was this big open world and like what the hell am I supposed to do so I, I actually didn't play it for another two and a half years I think and I got back into it and I've been playing it all the way up until now I, I did the same thing um, I ran out and, and got chased by someone just randomly someone just start chasing me and I start running and then I never um, played it again no it was a couple of years before I played it again as well that's a great in that game. game are so fun there's so many creative quests the main quest is kind of uh, crap but the side quests are the side great. quests in that game were amazing the, that the brotherhood only... quests where you have to oh well you don't have to but you can pit all the people against each other in the mansion Make them believe that, um, you know, someone else is killing each of them. Oh, crazy! Oh, I only bad. ever played this the main quest 
the main story arc in that. And I didn't enjoy yeah, the game. Main. So I'm wondering, is that why I didn't enjoy it? Because I didn't do the side quests. Uh, side quests yeah, the were the funniest. Like, like, like that, uh, uh, what was it? The, the, the wife of the fisherman. And she was like, she thought that the rats were getting in or something like that in the basement. I was, oh, what was that storyline? Remember in the town where you bought the house that was haunted? I was rats in her basement and someone cuts a hole in her basement and starts letting saber cats in to kill uh, them. Yeah, that's what it is. Her, her husband her husband disappeared and she thought that the rats took her husband or something like that. Some of the some of the storylines were just hilarious in that. Your man that thought he was uh they thought the, the the Royal Guards were following him and he was yeah, paying yeah, you the, to the really follow. Fella. <laughs> yeah. And then he was paying you to follow the guards. <laughs> And then at the end, you could screw him over and tell the guard that what you're doing, and then you meant to meet him oh, behind the chapel, and he just sent the guards, <laughs> and they go arrest him, and you still get his money, and you get the guards' money then for dobbing him in. Brilliant. I love that game. That's a very good game. Um, Number dose. And my second one would be, not too far off that, it'd be Skyrim. The Elder Scrolls Skyrim. Oh, um, with yeah. mods. Brilliant. It's got to be with mods. Without mods, it's meh. But with mods, I'm still playing it all the way up until now. And there's mods like Skyrim Together, which is co-op. They do it better than Bethesda did with Fallout 76. <laughs> it runs a lot smoother. And they don't have access to the source code. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, but I'll say no more about that. Also, they're gonna, um, there's going to be like Oblivion remake mod. What about, what about uh, ESO? Did mod. you not like that? Um... I prefer just doing my own thing in an Elder Scrolls game. I love the whole companion thing going around doing going into the uh the online part of it and all where you had the big wars and stuff. I thought that was deadly. I played loads of World of Warcraft and then I guess with with the Elder Scrolls online you, you can kinda do it on your own. You don't yeah. have to you Google can do it on your own, but still, the whole it's it's the online part of it. Yeah. Just like built around, you have to play with people. Yeah, built you know around what I mean? doing it with someone else, yeah. But then, exactly. like, as but Gary it is a was brilliant saying, game. Like, My whole favourite part was it the struggle. The struggle to try and get someone to bite you or get one of the random uh, NPCs to bite you to, as a vampire in that game. <laughs> yeah. Oh, actually, yeah, vampirism in Oblivion was the fucking worst. You contracted oh. the poxy thing. It was a bitch to get rid of. And any time you went out in the sun, you were practically dead. In Square Room, yeah, it, was yeah. Kind of, it was easier to... Like, in... in, in um, ESO? I love the werewolf in ESO. In ESO, I love the werewolf. The whole... When you go to the werewolf uh, statue thing, if so, I, I, I did it, and, like, everybody that we were playing with were, were laughing our asses off. It's... You get one bite per character per week, yeah? So you can bite someone once per week on it and turn them into... And give them the lichen trope infection random and npcs or characters no characters, characters. actual online people so it, it could you could imagine if like seven of these are playing together right yeah, yeah one's a werewolf and you're start. like all right in, in in almost two months time gary you're going to be the last one to get bit <laughs> yeah but like the other person can bite someone straight away once they once they reach a certain level you know what i mean so I think yeah, like but... level ten vampirism or something like that, and then once you have your level ten vampirism, then you can give someone to buy. But anyway, as I was saying, with the werewolf, I I was just standing around. I said, "Fuck it, I'm not doing anything else. I'm just gonna stand around the werewolf temple and see if there's anybody there." When I got there, there was two people standing there, 
and then one dude had transformed into the werewolf and then obviously went to uh i think he was either some dude was buying the bite off him because you could pay in game gold and stuff like that to get the bite and uh i jumped right in front of him and got the bite <laughs> as he was doing it, i jumped right in front of him and got the bite and ran off but you could hear them with the proximity chat and all like you could hear them going mental because your man had already given him the gold and he was like well i'm not giving it back to you <laughs> That's very good. Yeah, so that would be number two. Um, then my number one would have to be, without a doubt, Fallout 76. What? Sorry, sorry, sorry. That was a, an April <laughs> That Fools. was a hiccup in the... That was a, a glitch in the Matrix. April Fools. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my first would be Fancy Star Online. Same as Mark, so... Oh, not yeah? More to, not much more to add on to that. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, you don't really need to. so many hours into it. Yeah, I yeah. think that says how good of a game it is. The game it is that the like, two years two of us have it. Yeah. Brilliant. So, um, I think that's everything, lads. Anything else? No, that's that 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 that'll be a wrap, my friend. That will be a wrap. Just want to thank everybody that's been tuning in and giving us a listen to. And as always, don't forget to hit us up on our email, our discords, our Facebook, our Twitter. Get on there, send us some emails, letting us know what you want to listen to and what we can talk about to help you have a good time while you listen to us jabber on. We've been Gimme Gaming. Peace out.